So I had a conversation with a good friend of mine. We used to coach together, um, and then he moved to uh, to a different state. And um, he called me up a little bit ago, and he said, "Hey, I just wanted to pick your brain about a couple things. I wanted to chat." And I was like, "Sure, let's let's chat. What's going on?" So, um, if you followed me for any amount of time, you know that I am I'm a proponent of teaching a little bit of positioning even at young ages. Um, it doesn't have to be super complex, but I'm a believer that a little bit of systems actually makes for better skill development. And um, he was fighting this battle with the, uh, the organization that he had landed in out of state. And he was, you know, he, he was fighting it because he'd seen what the results look like um, when he and I coached together and, uh, it was an interesting conversation. So we kind of went back and forth and he was telling me, um, you know, what, what was being said. And he was like, I, I want to just make sure that like, you know, tell me if, if, if I'm seeing this wrong. And he wasn't, he was seeing it in, in my opinion, what, uh, I think he was seeing it accurately. So I wanted to chat just a little bit about that today. Um, systems versus skill development. A lot of people have this mindset that's an either or proposition, right? Like it's an either or thing. I can't do both at the same time. So if I focus too much on systems, then I'm taking away from skill development. And if I focus too much on skill development, then I'm not doing systems. And um, what this coach was trying to explain to his organization and, and what I what we talked about, you know, on the phone together was the fact that it takes more skill to control the puck than it does to not. If you don't teach systems, if you don't teach some positioning, some a little bit of strategy of what the players are trying to do, then there is a vacuum, right? Like something has to happen, something will happen. And the question is, what are you gonna fill the vacuum with? If you don't fill it, then it will go down to the lowest possible, like, um, I wanna say like lowest common denominator, but that's not the right word. It, it, lowers itself it sinks to the path of least resistance so what does that look like in youth hockey we're talking like eight-year-olds eight and under the path of least resistance in u8 is going to be one of two things you're either going to be slapping it around and chasing it right dump it out chase it dump it in chase it um or what happens is you know as these players all congregate around the puck and they're all chasing the puck together the fastest player will come up with it and when the fastest player comes up with it, he or she will break away from the rest of the pack and will go down one on O and score a goal. Really, those are the only two options. If you're not teaching some basic positioning, nobody will be open for passes. Nobody will be able to make or receive passes. And so there's a, like I said, there's a developmental vacuum that takes place and that will be filled with something. The players will fill it with whatever is the path of least resistance. That's gonna be slap it in, slap it out, or the best player on the ice will end up getting it and take it down one on O. That's it. Like that's, that's, there is no other option of what they'll do unless you teach them something. So that's where this conversation comes in, right? It takes more skill to run a breakout, right? Think about the skills involved with keeping the puck on your stick, you know, a defenseman wheeling it behind the net, looking up, getting a pass, you know, to a player on the boards, and, um, you know, working it down the ice and taking a shot. Like there's a lot more skill involved with that 
then slapping it out and then go chasing it or then the best player taking it and wheeling it down him or herself right plus um you know i mean one of the biggest things and and you know there's varying opinions on this but one of the biggest things that is being talked about you know one of the key buzzwords in today's developmental game is puck touches you know we want to have small area games so that we can have more puck touches puck touch puck puck touch puck touch right like that's we hear a lot about puck touches well where are there going to be more puck touches like think about a game situation what's going to have more puck touches a controlled game or a slap you know slap it in slap it out game or you know one player take it down him or herself game so if it's a one-man army then yeah he's he or she is getting a lot of puck touches but nobody else is if it's slap it in slap it out then that's not puck touches either the control game leads to better development and it is possible to do both what you just need to do is set up drills where the players can work on both right so just break break it apart start with the system in mind start with a, a positional element in mind like we can keep using the breakout as the example start with that in mind and then just um, dissect it what skills are going to be required for our team to be able to do a breakout properly well obviously there's going to be some skating involved there's going to be puck handling there's going to need to be stops and starts right because like, you know if the lane is cut off behind the net they're going to need to hit the brakes right there's going to need to be uh, passing giving and receiving passing there's you know, possibly going to need to be some pivots in there, depending on if you're going to have your players stay facing the puck. All of those things are skills that can and should be being worked on. And so when you watch, um, you know, this being done well, you're going to see elements of all these, but then you're also going to see it applied. So we're not just working on skating for the sake of working on skating in the mind of a, of a young athlete. We're working on skating so that it can be applied to a breakout. We're working on puck handling so that he or she can skate behind the net with the puck without losing it. We're working on hitting the brakes, right? Stops and starts with the puck so that the player can hit the brakes behind the net if needed. You know, all these different things, they have direct application. And so if you give the players an opportunity to apply it while it's being worked on, then not only is it more effective, but it's also more motivating because they can see how this is going to apply in a game. It's not just, you know, go out there and stop on the blue line, work on stops and starts today. You know, no, it's work on stops and starts so that you can evade a checker, evade the pressure. Um, and you want to evade the pressure so that you can pass the puck to your partner and move it out of the zone um, under control. And what is that going to lead to? Well, it's going to lead to controlling the offensive zone and more goals. Right? All of these skills ultimately lead to more success on the ice. And when the players start feeling that success, then they're motivated to work harder. And um, I, I've seen it. I've been doing this, um, you know, I've, the way that the kids' ages, my own kids' ages have worked out. I've been, this will be my 12th year in a row at U8. And um, it's been a long stint. This is actually my last year in a row at U8. And, U8, and then my youngest moves up to U10. Um, but yeah, every single year, every time one of my kids has moved out of U8, the next one has taken his place. And um, I've seen it and I've done it. And I've, uh, you know, it, it it works. If you do it well, if you do it right, it works. You can develop skills and have them be thinking the game at the same time. And they're not too young to do it. So, um, I that's just, you know, I thought it was an interesting conversation that I had with my, with my old friend. And, um, I just wanted to share it with you guys because, you know, getting the foundation laid as early as possible is, 
is a good approach. And that, if you do that right, then it leads to better development in U10s and 12s and 14s later on down the road. Um, but you can get these kids started right away with with skills and positioning game. Like I said, doesn't have to be super sophisticated, but the idea that they can go somewhere and receive a pass instead of just clumping around the puck, like that's that's good stuff. That can be taught. They can understand that. So um, that's it for today. We'll be back again with more of these sound bites. but um, have a great one and, and good luck with your practices this week. Thank <laughs> you.